Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. Cusack and Ioni Sky, and for all intents and purposes, because he's great as well, John Mahoney. John Mahoney is in this. So here's a little synopsis about the movie. John Cusack stars as the underachiever who's smitten with the valedictorian. But although she returns his sentiment, her curmudgeonly dad disapproves. So yesterday, side note, when I looked up this information, IMDb gave it a 64 but right now, it's a 7.3. So, obviously, I threw in my critiques onto the site, so it boosted up a whole point. So. I didn't know you had that big of an IMDb dick, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I saw it. I literally just finished it seconds as we yeah. walked into the door. I fucking loved it. Such a good movie. <laughs> I've been watching it since I was a kid, dude. Like, I, the first time I saw a preview for it was on, I think, the, the tape for Home Alone. Okay, so this is barely like an 80s movie, though, because it's, it's right, like at, right that, at the end. Yeah, right at the because end. Because the next 89. movie Cameron Crowe makes after this is Singles. Singles? I don't think I've seen Ooh, that one. That's got a good soundtrack. It's all done by um, Paul Westerberg. Oh, we should do that. We should do that. We can do that one next. Okay, you cool. Because we, we can, I've never also, and I know you like it, and I never saw it, was Vanilla Sky. Oh, I, that was my jam for a little I bit. I know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. We, we can do a kind of a Cameron Crowe day. Oh, yes, we should. Okay, so I wrote that down. Yeah, dude, like this movie did not expect the quality of writing to well, be this good. The early Kevin Crow is good. Like, I don't mind. I, like, he wrote fast. You know, he wrote Fast Times, right? Yes. He wrote the book know. and then he wrote the movie. You know what he did? Oh, I didn't know there was a book. Oh, there's a book. I've got it. I've got How good it is somewhere. It? It's a good book, but they, the pe- there's actually like people in it, so they don't reprint Reprodu- it yeah. because of that. Yeah. But, and the book I, goes into a lot of detail about the people. Um, the movie. No, he didn't direct the movie. He only wrote it. This is his first movie he directed. This one, say anything. Yeah, and they wanted Lawrence Kasdan to direct it, and Lawrence, you know, Lawrence Kasdan is right. Yeah. He wrote Empire, and he directed. He wrote Indiana Jones. Yep. And he did a bunch of. You know, he did uh, Silverado. Oh, I didn't know about Silverado. That's his. Yeah, he wrote and directed Silverado after I think Empire, and he they wanted him to direct it. And Lawrence Kasdan was like, "You're too way too into this to not have you not direct this. Like you're you're, oh, like, cool. you're like that into this movie, and you, you you know all the beats that it needs to have, right? To where you you should you have to be the one that directs. I can't direct this movie. That's cool. And so he didn't he didn't direct it. He turned it down because he told him that Cameron Crowe needs to direct this movie. Yeah. How old were you when you watched this movie for the first time? I was probably in high school, though. Like, here's the thing. Is I saw so, that, okay. okay, so I saw the preview for it as a child, Okay, but didn't watch it until high school. I feel like the high school is, like, the perfect time to watch this movie. Yeah. 
So I knew it had to do with post-graduating high school, what's going to happen story. That's all I knew about it. Yeah. So I figured now that I'm in like my mid-30s, like it's like I'm so first far off, from that. First off, we are in our late 30s. Shit, we are. No, uh, yeah, we are, dude. Okay, so, okay, now that I'm in my late, late 30s, 30s. Fuck, that's so weird. Yeah. I figured I wouldn't be able to connect to a high school story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I figured it's just, all that shit doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. But, like, I connected so much with, like, John Cusack's character, mm-hmm. so much with the dad, too. Like, it was, like, none of the characters are underwritten. No. Which no. is fucking awesome to see. Because, like, the budding of the relationship, <laughs> the awkwardness of, like, their first date them all talking about Lloyd and then like how what's her face is like kind of keeping a distance but like literally getting reaffirmed from everybody saying that like Lloyd's an awesome dude Lloyd's an awesome dude like you know I mean it's just like kind of like you see that relationship literally build up so naturally through the whole movie yeah and then you understand her choices to like end it and like you get it and it's very much kind of like there it is but the fuck dude the awkward part was like Diane Diane Court uh, when she tells her dad that she boned him you're like oh. that happened to a really good friend of mine it's actually a friend of ours where that person told oh. and they were still like in the midst of dating and everything too and they've been dating for a while and uh-huh. our friend told her dad that they were boning not like that. But yeah, like, yeah, but like... Yeah, and the joke was that he was going to show up in a suit and be like, hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Everything about them, I found super, mm-hmm. like, natural. Acting-wise, they They so good. said if they weren't both dating other people, they would have ended up dating. How hard they connected. Well, you the, could tell. You could totally tell. And the thing, too, it's like with acting, it's like, yeah, you're like... You're borrowing past emotions and, like, just thoughts about where everything's at to, like, move forward. And, like, using that as, like, a baseline for your acting or whatever. I mean, it just seems so natural. Yeah. And they got along so well. And then, like, the greatest movie. And then even with the uh, side characters of, like, the friends, they weren't overly... Yeah, they were used perfectly. And uh, was it uh, fucking Lily... Taylor. Oh, uh, oh my gosh. I well, loved her character. Well, that's why she's always in John Cusack. Like, that's why she pops up in High Fidelity later, because they're uh, friends. Like, he kind of just uses yeah. his friends in movies later. Oh, and then the fact that she's like, he wrote 65 songs about Joe, mm-hmm. and she's fucking strumming them after her party. There's some, like, heavy, awesome lines in this. Like, well, that Joe Lies song, the Bouncing Souls, do a cover of that. Oh, really? Yeah. But, like, uh, dude, like, there's a line in the, like, towards the middle of the movie where they're having the dinner. And, like, everyone's kind of talking about different stuff. And I like how they pepper in the tax money thing later on. Like, how much did this, like, jukebox cost you? Like, oh, like, what was it, nine grand? Yeah, I mean, and then, like, they bring that line later on in the story to accuse the father. It's, like, one of the weirdest callbacks ever. Yeah. What? Any weird purchases? Yeah. (laughs) The writing on this is so perfect. But that whole thing where, like, he's talking to the dad. I don't need anything or whatever, but I'm your daughter makes me satisfied. Like, yeah. I don't need anything. I'm like, everything was just so well written and so well, like, thought and focused on that it just, it hits on so many different levels. I, I, I was blown away with this movie. The, and the soundtrack, fuck, dude. Oh my the God, the soundtrack. With, I mean, the Chili Peppers are on it, the replacements are on it. 
So, real quick, the movie was inspired by... Ooh, tell me Cameron more. Cameron was walking, and he saw a dad and a daughter hanging out. Okay. And it was like, what happened if the dad committed the crime? Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, what would happen? Oh, that so was his take on the writing? That was that's, that's what that movie is. And then he built this movie around that. Not what I thought the first step for this movie making would be, but yeah. okay. I totally dig that. So it starts off with her, you know, they're going to, they're graduating. Right. This has one of my favorite lines, kind of like jokey favorite lines because they make fun of it on The Office. This person said, hey world, check me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole, they're graduating and she gives that speech that kind of falls flat. <laughs> yeah, but the dad, <laughs> <laughs> Frazier's dad is like, ha, I love it. But it was, uh, the only thing that took me out of this whole movie was the beginning scene with graduation, how, like, she's giving her speech, and I'm thinking, wow, this movie's well shot, the angles are super awesome, like, mm-hmm. the lighting's perfect on all these shots so far, it's, like, maybe three minutes in. Yeah. But then it cuts into, like, the crowd, and I felt like they spliced in, like, all the parents holding camcorders well, there's for a, no there's reason. Well, a few little, like, and then, like nods and then, like that. Yeah. You know I mean, like, I feel, because I feel if they ever made, like, a second one of the, like, a sequel. Yeah. They would have them all holding up cell phones. Like, they well, would do that. I feel like they added that in post. But if you take it out, hand, from beginning to end, shot beautifully. No, I, I just feel like that one's just, like, just he kinda, so awkwardly. He kind of little jabs yeah. at things. Because like, he was still kind of, like, super young. I mean, he was still, I mean, he graduated high school early. You know that Almost Famous is about him, right? No. Yeah. No. I'm, like, 80% sure Almost Famous is about him. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up real quick, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, the reason why I never saw Almost Famous, though, was because I don't like Kate Hudson, really. Mm. Well, I saw a little bit of that because I was seeing this girl, and then her roommate was watching it. And as she was taking a shower, I was watching it with her roommate. Uh, that can't happen ever, right? Like, that's not a thing well, graduating that... early? No, well, not graduate, but working for a company and then, like... At such a young age, um, I don't like think going prestige. on tour like that. I think that yeah. was like the big like. I mean, I think this is the closest he'll get to ever telling that story. Yeah. Because I don't think he really writes. He just, he just does movies now. I don't think he does books or anything, which sucks. Because I think I what I read of the Fast Times book I enjoyed. Yeah. Where are we? Graduation. So graduation. Two minutes in. <laughs> Two minutes in. Yeah. Um. Hey world, check me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm scared. Go back. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> FYI, my favorite moment that he pulls and i've done it several times in my younger days was uh getting a picture with the girl that you like by walking past her and having your friend just snap the picture so you have that photo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then he goes home and he lives with his sister yeah. and, and, his, it's his, uh, and it's his sister yeah <laughs> and, Joan Cusack, and his nephew and his you know she She's gone through like a horrible divorce and stuff with her with the kid. Yeah, and like he like kind of abandoned him. Yeah, I kind of like that line, that conversation that he had with his sister, because mm-hmm. I feel like that rings true a lot with me too. It's just that whole like, I'm sorry you're stuck with, with me and with this and going on and it used to be fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. Take a step back. Look at what's going on because like she's overwhelmed with stress. It was a really sweet, honest moment, and that's the part of the movie where like. Oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah. This is gonna be really this is where good. You're like, okay, this is gonna be a good movie. Yeah, that's that. That was the indication that, for you. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. Because okay. shot wise, I liked it. Right there, there was I could tell right away there was gonna be heart in this movie. So I'm like, so then he asked her out after they hung out in the mall and sat across from each other. Uh-huh. So it wasn't a date; it was a scam. <laughs> yeah. 
what was super good was that the phone call the phone call that I'll be in my office and he runs into the bathroom with the phone and he's just pacing back and forth but just super nervous and you can feel that energy coming through. Well, no, no, that was the first time when he went to make the call. Oh, yeah, When yeah. he went to go, when she called back, she <laughs> ran oh. in, the, in the bathroom and locked him out of it. Yeah, so he's just like telling us if he told you to say a word and then he's just super awkward. He picks her up and she's like way overdressed for this kegger and they get there and Eric Stoltz is the one who's like <laughs> in charge of the party that like gets his house. Yeah. And you're the key master. The yeah, you're the key master. No, no, I don't want this. Yeah. No. At first, I thought, man, this fucking Diane Court's gonna be a bitch because like, she's overly dressed. She doesn't know anybody. And then yeah. I figured, ooh, this is gonna be awkward because the fact you, they set up that she's distanced from everybody. Yeah, she so, didn't really talk to anybody in high school. And then so when that girl walked up to Diane and pulled her away, said, "Let's go see all the cute boys and take off." I'm like. Fuck, she's gonna break his heart like right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but like, no, like she's referring like how great he is, and then it's just kind of like, okay, cool. And you see her well, no, really she's make connections. Sure, like she has this really unsure look. Yeah. But they're like, why'd you go with Floyd? And then she's like, he asked. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that like at first it was kind of creepy that he was just staring from far away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it was super endearing. It was like he checks upon me, and then she points to him, and then he's just kind of being goofy. Like, yeah. Oh, that, we've read the other part where he picks up the dad and he's like, I'm a, I'm a kickboxer. Kickboxer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll bring her back uh, safely in seven hours. Don't you worry. Shakes his hand. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I will say is that music, that, that moment when the music's really loud in the car. Oh, and yeah. It's really, that was like every date I went on in my 20s <laughs> was like listening to something loud. And it, and in my 20s, I listened to nothing about punk rock, really. Uh-huh. So it was always like Black Flag, just like turn on the car. Yeah. Just, yeah. just turns down. Sorry. <laughs> Pumping up for a hockey in there, bro. <laughs> um, so they become friends with potential and they start dating. Super sweet. I love that whole thing. That whole like it's a good little montage too, like how they do it. Yeah. And so then they bang. <laughs> yeah, I like that too, because it was like first it was just awkward because it's just like blankets over them, and then it's just like that super tender moment that you see with the two of them where like He's just kind of shaking, and she asks, checks up on him, like, are you okay? He's like, oh, you're cold. And he just says, like, no, I'm just so happy. Super cute. So then uh, they start dating for a bit, and she freaks out. Yeah. And then they break up. Yeah. And she gives him a pen. That was that was great, too, because, like, well, he was teaching her how to drive the car. Yeah. This is before the, the boning scene, because yeah. it happened, like, that night. Yeah. But, like, I like how, like, he's trying to teach her how to drive the car, and it's like, she asked her father to teach her how to do it. He didn't, for whatever reason, but bought her the car. And then, like, so, like, you could see where her independence is starting to bloom the moment she met him. Because the way, like, her relationship was with her father was very strict, very covering, and very... Almost just business-like. Almost business-like. And then, like, literally, she ends up getting invited by Lloyd, go to a party, bring break her out of her norm. And then, like, now that she's, like, starting to become her own independent person, like, you could see her opening up as a an individual you know yeah. I mean? and then at the end of the movie she makes up her mind what she wants to do like you know what i mean like yeah. so it's so, like this movie hits so well in so many places but like i like how that scene too where she's with her dad uh i'm not gonna he goes here just give him this pen and then she, he puts the pen down he goes i'm not gonna give him a goddamn pen dad like whatever yeah <laughs> like but then at the end she, she fuck, gives him the, the goddamn pen that part the where he goes to meet up with all the guys oh that was such a great like, yeah. part <laughs> That's after the post breakup, like yeah. the whole, and then like, uh, does he talk to his friends? 
No. After they break up, he goes and talks to him, and then he... Then he does, like, a recording. He's recording himself into, a, like, a thing, and yeah. then he goes and calls his sister, and it's, like, raining out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should hang out with guys. I should be around more guys. And then, like, it cuts to the scene where he's hanging out with the guys outside the 7-Eleven. And then they're like, yeah, like, why would I want to just drink beer with you when there's no girls around? Like, you know, it's like, what do you have to say about anything? And then, like... Well, we choose this. Yeah, yeah, we choose this. Yeah. And then, like, that little kid's, like, uh, maybe, like, 12 or 13. He goes, bitches, am I right? I'm like, what is this? <laughs> After a breakup, like, these are the steps you kind of go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you kind of, like, look for answers where you can't really get them. When it comes to the, the most famous scene of the movie. The boombox. The boombox. Did you yeah. have you now? Did you get that reference? Did you know that was from this movie? I knew it was from this movie. Okay. Uh, I thought it was more of a bigger deal than what this was. Well, it is. It's kind of like the bigger. That's like that's kind of the big deal of this movie. No, for sure. And the thing, too, like before we go any further, like pre-breakup, uh, he writes that letter after they had sex, mm-hmm. and then he just like tells her that he loves her with all his heart, whatever, mm-hmm. and then he. Gives it to Lily Taylor to look at it, and she's like, I never got a letter like this. And yeah. then the other friend's like, I've always dreamed of getting a letter like that. Oh, and so, then the, when the music started playing guitar. Yeah, and, and then, like, I thought, like, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that like yeah. that he's so aware of, like, what he's doing. So he writes a letter, sends it off to her, mm-hmm. and then, like, she gets a letter, and then, like, that's what... I like that whole scene, too, where, like, you know, he's in the car, and he mentions the letter. He's like, oh, you might get it. And she goes, oh, I got it. And he's like, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna and then she breaks up with him, like, right goes, there. Goes, I'm going to say it, because I feel, and she goes, don't. And he goes, well, I love you. So, yeah. There you go. And then she goes, like, oh. And then she's, like, going back and forth. And she goes, yeah, yeah. And then she lifts up her arms to do, like, mini air quotes. And she goes, I love you, too. And then he goes, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Because like, it just came out so naturally with, like, that whole, like, tension. And, like, I've had breakups before where I didn't know it happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like this was exactly that where like they break up and then he's driving and then he pulls the car over and then he's just like, wait, what did we just agree to? Oh, so this is what's happening and you're just telling me we're not talking. You're just telling me. Oh, okay. Do you still want to hang out? No, I don't want to fucking hang out. Like, that's always my favorite. Like, oh, do you still want to hang out? No. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, because well, like this, this, this does it so well. It's like this, like let's not be that. Blah, blah, blah. Let's just be friends. But I, you don't want to hang out with me. Like so, we're not fr- like what the fuck is yeah. this? Like I played off so I've had like a couple breakups that were kind of similar to that. And well, you know what? I'm, in retrospect, a lot of the same verbiage. So maybe they saw this movie and like because I was used so it? yeah. You can just say you're breaking up with me. Like you don't have to like unless you say the words you're breaking up with me. I don't. Just, just tell me what you want to do. Yeah. That's all you got to do. But, yeah. And that, then I'm like, I'm not very much one to be like, I want to hang out with this person who, like, stomped on my heart. So. Yeah, no. I'm a type of person who's like, you break my heart, I'll cut it clean. Well, my favorite was, was I we, I had buy tickets for, like, a warp, the warp Tour with one girl I was dating. Uh-huh. And she broke up with me. All right. Well, I've got an extra warp Tour ticket now. Who wants a warp Tour ticket? And I gave it to somebody else. And I sold it to somebody else. Yeah. So then, like, a week before the show, this person messages me and goes, <laughs> this person messages me and goes, so what's going on for the Warp Tour? And I'm all, and I message back, I'm like, we broke up? <laughs> so That's she, ballsy. Because she, yeah, she full on goes, where's my ticket for the Warp Tour? And I'm all like, we broke up. You don't have a ticket for the Warp Tour. <laughs> yeah. And so she calls up crying. I thought we were going to be friends. We're friendly. <laughs> yeah. We're not friends. And I'm not paying for your warp tour ticket. I already sold it to somebody. Yeah. And she, she called you a dick. 
Well, yeah, but <laughs> I, at that point, I was like, well, we're good. Yeah. Jesus. Leading up to the boombox scene. So you had that moment. You had the whole pen. She gives him the pen. And it's kind of like, okay, cool, whatever. I believe the phone call happens where he, like... Oh, he calls and leaves the message, and he, like, hangs up, and she goes to grab it just as he's hanging up. Yeah, but I like what he said there, where, like, you know, because he wrote that letter saying, I love you, and he calls, it's like, hey, you have it. one more thing is, like, I wrote you that letter, tear it up, burn it up, nuke it, it hurts me so much oh, to know that it's fuck. still out there. I'm like, fuck, because I've had that same sentiment, too, because, like, I just, like, because I write a lot of letters when I'm dating someone, so it's, yeah. like, it just, it, it. That whole, like, line, I was like, oh, god damn it, like, it, it connected. But then, like, that then quickly leads up to the boombox part, which I always thought was, like, the ending symbol of the movie. You know what I mean? The crescendo of the whole yeah. flick. But it's not. It's such, like, a very tiny portion of it. Because it's just basically, that happens, she picks up the phone after he hangs up, and then it's, like... Uh, Lily Taylor was like, okay, well, you need to, like, make a statement. Either you like her, do something. Like, you yeah. know, whatever. And then, like, it's just him outside with the boombox. Okay. So let me, let me pause you right there because okay. I got a bunch of information on the boombox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. So when that, when that was filmed initially, it was fish a fishbone song. Oh. Because they did not know what song they were going to use. Oh, so they just played whatever. Yeah, when they filmed it, it was that. They There was a couple things they did. They asked Elvis Costello to write a song for uh-huh. the movie. He declined. Thank God. Go Thank ahead. You. <laughs> a Girl Like You by the Smithereens oh. was written for this movie, but this song was too on the nose for the movie. Oh, and yeah, they, I get that. they just released it on their next album. So they approached, Great song, by the way. It is a great song. That's one of the, yeah. the ones I like from them. So when they approached Peter Gabriel about using In Your Eyes, they sent him a copy of the movie to watch. He got the wrong movie. Oh. And so he was like, he's like, I don't know how this is going to work in your movie. And he got a movie called Wired that was about John Belushi. Oh. And he's like, I don't know where you're going to put this in your movie, but, uh, and so he declined it at first. He's like, I don't know how this would work. Yeah. And so the movie Wired is, like I said, it's about John Belushi, so it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Where they filmed it at, though, was in the middle of a park in North Hollywood across from a 7-Eleven. I don't think this movie would work with any other song. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, that whole scene where, like, he's standing outside. You think that would kill this whole fucking movie? I think so, because, you know what, it's such a, for the time that movie came out mm-hmm. for how tender that song is okay i don't i don't know what else you would put in it do you know what i mean i, I don't know either i mean i don't know what elvis costello would have written yeah and I, and I love elvis costello i mean as you know even that other song like it's just one of those where it's like yeah that's i love a, that song well, but i don't it, know it, it i don't know if weird. it was for that part okay I, I don't know if it's for that part but i know it was written for the movie but it was a little too on the nose yeah for it, so I don't know if it would have been put right there. Yeah, but I know that scene. I've seen people with T-shirts with Halloween costumes. Halloween costumes. Yeah, someone did that. Yeah, and it's just like cool, awesome. But at the same time, it's like four seconds of screen time, and we moved on. And I was like, so I kind of felt cheated when I saw it. You did really? Yeah, I was like, okay, all this like imagery I've seen of this movie has been that, and it's literally. Just him showing his love, trying to get the girl that he wants back. But it's he's not being obnoxious to get after it. You know what I mean? He's just very kind of like, what do I need to do? What is the most earnest thing I could do? This. 
But like the image I keep seeing of that, it's like I'm going over the top. I'm gonna show the world this is what it is. You know what I mean? Well, was, so I think that's I had my ideas set differently on that. That those two tones because yeah. one is like awesome. The other one's like this is just a boy who is in love with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the movie about a boy who has the wherewithal to know how he feels and to go after it, but not overstep his boundaries by forcing her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Oh, God damn, I love this movie. But, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Peppered throughout the movie, we're kind of forgetting, going back to the dad committing the crime, Oh he yeah. was evading taxes this whole time. Oh, my gosh. And actually, what's funny is one of the guys... What's the one This of the is guys? why, when he got out of jail later on after this movie, he ended up living with his son... Frazier in Seattle. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, one of the, what's funny is one of the guys that plays the, the, the tax agents uh-huh. is Howard Stern's dad in Private Parts. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I've seen both these movies multiple times. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then, so she she goes to talk to the tax agents. Uh-huh. And then around the same time, he goes to go buy something and it declines. Like, his car, all this shit's all frozen. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Before that... There's that dinner or that lunch with the mom. She's having dinner with her mom and they're sitting next to each other and they're having a conversation, uh, which always bothers me when people are side sitting next to each other. I don't like it. But they're sitting next to each other talking. She's like kind of begging her mom, like, hey, when they, they ask be you, cool. be cool and just try to be nice to him. And then she's like, no, whatever. Fine, I'll do it for you. And then Ray shows up, like her new boyfriend, and yeah. they kiss. And then she's kind of sitting there just kind of watching this, like, Technically, she's alone. I mean, she just has her father, and that's it. And then, yeah. like, she doesn't really have her mother because her mother's so busy just kind of living her own life and doing her yeah. own thing. And then, but, like, you have the song Mandy playing in the background. So it's like, this is a weird song to be throwing in there. I don't, it's, I don't know. That song, that scene, it just felt so just awkward being yeah. there. Like, if anything, the mother's... It works. It works. It works, but it's just like, okay, like, this is all right. But then it's perfect because, like, that just isolates... Diane even more so because it's like yeah she's got she doesn't have her mother to run to she doesn't have her dad to go to she has this like scholarship that's going to lead her to like Great a things. new life you know yeah. what I mean and then like she has to like go forward so the dad just being like completely like sketched out and weird about this guy oh about Lloyd yeah, yeah. and then it's like I get it you know what I mean because I've you been nieces. to the point where, yeah I have nieces but then also I've dated girls were like i go to the house and their fathers are there and it's kind of like uh oh, awkward I've gone, and it's very that whole like, like uh words i've gone as like um not like a wingman but as like a friend like uh somebody i was in a, in a couple classes with in high school i had a friend that was gonna go pick her up and she was gonna go with us to watch um a band yeah and so he's like i need you to go with me like my friend was like i need you to go with me <laughs> and i'm like is that gonna be and i'm like thinking like is that a good idea like having Two people. <laughs> like, I know my daughter's a whore. <laughs> yeah. In like 20-ish, like early 20s, maybe, uh-huh. maybe like 19 still. So I was just kind of like, well, and I was still kind of like not as mouthy as I was. <laughs> yeah. And so I was kind of like, well, I'll just go in there and not say anything and just be respectful. And, Hello. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I'm, I'm doing that. So, but it worked out because like the girl knew me from classes, but she was... The friend is a year older, and the girl is a year younger than me. Oh, okay. Because I've but had that awkward. I'm trying thing to think of like if I've had awkward in, in, interactions with parents. 
I, I think that the meeting someone new for the first time, but I don't think they've ever gotten a vibe that I'm like this shitty person. And I don't think you should get a vibe for being a shitty. You're not a shitty person. No, but like I've I've gotten the whole like we're like, uh, like the dads, the times I met people's fathers right away, like for like picking up for a date, it's always been awkward because it's like it's very much like there's like a like a tension like they're trying to show dominance. You know what I mean, yeah. and it's like unnecessary. I think but it's like, one of those like I, mean, I, I think, think it's one of those like, like I I I am the I feel like I'm the least intimidating person in the world because I'm joking and laughing about everything all the yeah, time. Yeah. So I don't think anybody ever worries. Hey, ooh, you, and I think that's why. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I've never had any dad be all like, Yeah, blah 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 this and I'm like, all right. Have you ever had a dad clean a gun? No, I've yet to clean a gun in front of me. I've never had the dad clean a gun in front of me. Um <laughs> Hold on, so let me tell you the story. Okay, go for it. Okay, so uh, I'm seeing this girl. Um, we met from a friend of a friend, and then, like, we were at a party. We hit it off, and, like, she as she was leaving, she came back in and told me, hey, here's my number. Call Let's me. hang out tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh. And she goes, like, are you busy tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, I'm going out with you. And she goes, okay, good. And then, like, <laughs> that was, that was it. So, like, you know, so I called her, got her address, drove down there. And then she's, like, still getting ready. So I'm like, okay. She goes, just wait in the living room. Be out. Her brother comes out and kind of sees me and kind of like, hey, whatever. She goes, see dad. <laughs> and then I was like, uh. And so okay. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, he's in the back. And then so I'm like, all right. And then so he runs back. And then he comes. How old are you at this point? Uh, 20. 20? Okay. 21? 20. 20. I'm not old enough to go to a bar. So yeah, yeah. Bar, yeah. Right? So because okay. we didn't go, like we the date was awkward. All dates were awkward prior to like, right? And yeah. I think that's why is I don't think I had a lot of dates like that where a, I didn't have a card until I was twenty anyway. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really date much until after I had a car. Yeah. Really? So I don't think I really had that as much like with dads. But anyway, finish yours. So yeah, so meet up with her, uh, then so I go in the back room. His dad, the dad's just sitting there. So he had this like uh, rifle right next to him, and then he had like one of them was a nine millimeter, and the other one was just a revolver. But one of those like big old heavy ones. Those are nice guns, sir. <laughs> so he's like, he goes, oh cool. And the thing is, like, I've shot guns before. I have like them. You, you shot guns at that point? Just BB guns at that point. Yeah, the ones that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so when I get there, I see them, and I'm like, okay, cool. But there's always like a a, uh, a level of like tension whenever I see a gun because it's one of those where it's like. Oh, yeah, I mean, and then he's like, so you're taking my daughter out? And I'm like, "Uh, yes, I am, sir. And he's like, he goes, oh, so you say sir, huh? So he picked up the the rifle. He had it bent over. (laughs) Hold on, I have a question. Every time you make a mistake, does he clean up part of the Yes! (laughs) Every time. I was like, what the fuck? Is it like, it's all about intention. Sir, though. So he like he just picks up the gun, uh, the the rifle. He puts it on his lap, and then he's just like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then he just kind of like, just getting something, just wiping it down, and just like he's talking to me as he's cleaning the guns. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool," and blah blah blah. And then like, the it was just more nerve wracking. He goes, "Oh, have you ever shot a gun?" I'm like, "No, I haven't." He goes, "Oh, they call me a dead shot because I can shoot pretty far away." And he's telling me all this crap. I'm like, "Okay, cool." So meanwhile, he fucking shoots like a sergeant. <laughs> yeah, he's like he then like. I remember he was just like, he was talking to me, but he picked up the revolver and he was just spinning the barrel. And he was like, so, uh, what time are you bringing my daughter home? I'm like, what, what the time fuck? Do you need her back and I was like, uh, I'm like, I don't know. We're going to go watch a movie and then we're going to probably just hang out. Hang out where? At, a, at your house? I'm like, 
Uh, oh, no, it, it was just so super obvious. He goes, he goes, I just met her. And then, like, the entire time, like, the brothers just sitting on the couch, just kind of watching the whole thing. Like, just kind of, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Last, that was the last time I dated that girl. And it wasn't because of the father, it was just because it was weird. But, like, it was just, like, a weird, like, the whole thing, just the whole thing was just weird. I'm like, all right. So, I didn't cool. put a damper on anything? She brought it up later on. He goes, he does that. And I keep telling him not to do it. But I'm like, and then in my head's like, but you knew it, it was gonna happen. You didn't tell me, like, yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, so that's the that's the most intimidation I've ever gotten from a father. I'm trying to think. I don't. I mean, moms loved me. Oh, moms Moms love me too. Love me. Yeah. I never had that. Most of the like, I'd say the last person I dated that had like a dad that was like around, it was like their stepdad. Uh But they had a very good relationship. They liked me a lot oh you know what i dated one girl like right after high school her parents were just kind of okay with me i don't know why because i was i i never go into anywhere i'm trying to think maybe was i wearing a ramones shirt and maybe that's why um i i don't know she was a really she was like going to like cal state fullerton and i was like paying for everything on my own and going to fullerton college so i don't know if it was just kind of like oh we're just shitty people yeah or what? But I think those are those are the only parents I can think of that weren't a fan. I had uh, my ex parents who were just tolerant of me. Oh, just but tolerant. Her grandmother fucking loved me. Yeah, grand. I, I've never. I'm trying to think of had not really grandparents, but like moms. Yeah, moms usually love me. Fucking love the yeah. shit out of me. Like they, they fucking. I, I'm like a lot of mom's favorites. Yeah. I like the dad where he was like, my daughter's moving on. She likes this boy. Maybe I should move on too. And because he starts flirting with that girl. Yeah. It's like, you have the beautiful, the most beautiful smile I've seen today. And she's like, ah. And then like, bam, decline. Bam, decline. And then, but I like how sweet the teller was. Which basically yeah. was like, yeah, I'm supposed to take it, but I'm, I'm going to. I'll give it back to you. And then, like, then no, she, no, no, don't get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought. But that then was, that guy's tailing him too. Oh, fuck. Exactly. I didn't even catch that. That guy was telling you, remember? Yeah, because he, like, well, I thought he was just, like, kind of, like, shopping as well. And then I thought, like, oh, you're hitting well, on he her. I'm watching you hitting yeah. on her. But then, like, no, for sure he's tailing him. Yeah. Does he turn himself in or does do they just catch him, do you think? Do you think he, like... I think they, they just... Catch him. They just catch him. Because, like, they don't show you that. No, they don't. Because I think that would have pulled too much out of the movie. Yeah. Showing just, that. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a time. But I like, I like the, how they did the whole thing where it was just kind of, like... She, she has her interview with the fucking IRS. Uh-huh. And then he tells her, like, does he have money, blah, 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 blah. And then she gets to the house, and then she's asking for her dad, and he's not around. And then she starts searching. And then she finds the, the thing of money. And then she's like, fuck. And then, like, she goes to the nursing home, talks to the dad. And the dad's kind of like, you know, like, what do you No, of course. You swear to God. I swear to God. No, like, never. You're fucking lying. He goes like... And then, like, she goes, they made me fucking doubt you. And I fucking found the money. And you're like, oh, shit. And that, I love that whole, like... That whole exchange. Is that great. his his eyes yeah. act so he well. He was a great fucking actor, dude. Dude, he is so good. Because he was like, fuck. Uh, but still yeah. trying to keep his composure, but it's all in his eyes. And he's like, I did it for you. I did it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so good. And then, like, even with Super Great 2, is like, after... Diane leaves the fucking like office or that little kitchen area that they're in yeah. and the door swings open and you see the receptionist and she just turns her back out of just what she heard. It's such a minor moment, but like, it's like, yeah, everybody knows what he did. Yeah. He stole all that money from all those old people. Yeah. Oh man. And then like, 
I like the, how they didn't show him getting arrested, but they just I immediately jump from that straight to the lawyers. Well, they, and they're yeah, just negotiating, yeah, like... And then she goes to be with Lloyd. Yeah. She finds Lloyd at the kickboxing. Oh, place, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets kicked in the face. Kicked in the now face. Now that, how you was talking about Don the Dragon Wilson, uh-huh. that was Don Dragon Wilson who kicked him in the face. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I like that, too, because, like, you know, emotionally, like, Lloyd has been beat up and fucking just, like, yeah. kicked in the face, you know? Yeah, and literally. Then, yeah, and then, like, and then now you get this, like, literally, and then, like... I like that he's standing behind the American flag, <laughs> and like yeah. he's just kind of like, oh, what? Kind of a whole a clash T-shirt, yeah. His ass beat. Yeah, and it's very. It reminded me very much like of a Rebel Without a Cause. That whole James Dean yeah, yeah, yeah. portion where he's just leaning back and like he doesn't know what the world wants of him, and he's just kind of like all over the place. And then like I love that line where she's at the like end, at the end of that whole thing where he's like. Are you back with me because you have nowhere to go, or because you want to be back with me? Yeah. Do you, are you here because you need me, or because you need someone? And he's like, and fuck like, it, I don't care. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like, oh, <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. And then like, but then like, yeah. Cut that from that point, it cuts to the lawyers, and they're very much like, all right, we want this and this. And he goes, no, you're not getting that. You'll get this and this. How about this and this? Yeah, I'll do that. And then they sign off for like, was it three well, months and one hundred twenty-five thousand? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was fucking crazy. So then, she doesn't want to see him. Yeah, the dad. They're, they're at the jail. They're at the jail, and this comes to your favorite part of the movie, I believe. <laughs> oh, what was the line? I shouted to you as you pulled as, up as to the jail. As I walked in today, he's like, "Are you are you okay, sir?" I'm fucking incarcerated. Oh no, he didn't say fucking. He goes, "I'm incarcerated, Lord." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's accurate though because. He's a kid. He doesn't understand it. He's still technically a kid. Yeah, he's still a kid. He, he just, doesn't, like, pick up. I mean, he's like, oh, someone's in jail. But, like, you don't understand. But, I mean, you don't fully grasp, like, what freedoms you don't have. Because you're just getting your freedoms yeah. at 18. But at that point, prior to the, him shouting out that I'm incarcerated, mm-hmm. is that whole, like, um, so what's going on? He goes, well, you know, Diane's going to New York. Uh, not New York. Where is she? To going? England. England. She's going to England. So I thought about it, and, like, I thought it would be wrong for me to go with her, and blah, 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 and this and that and the other thing. And then, like, the dad's like, good, I'm glad you're clear-headed to know that, like, blah, blah, blah. Goes, but I realized, she's my mind, really do want to go. And the dad's like, you're a fucking distraction. And then he goes, yeah, I'm going to be the distraction that's with her in England. And then he's like, he goes, like, so how do you, like, so what do you feel about this? And then that's where he gets up and he's like, I'm incarcerated, Lloyd. Like, dude, it's like that build up to that tension. Yeah. So good. So good. And then, like, after all this conversation, he's, he was saying, like, she's, I, she told me she wanted to come see you. She didn't want to go to the car. She wrote sure. you a letter. Yeah. And then, like, I think he reads it and it's he just. He read kind it of, before and then he's going through it and yeah. he goes, he goes, there's, and he goes, this there's more to better? that. He's like, does this letter get better? And he goes, it depends on which, what she ended it with. Which one is it? And he kind of looks at the end of it and sees, yeah. but you don't know which one. Yeah, well, he says bye or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then, because he has a conversation with him saying, like, she wrote another one. And then the other one, she goes, I will always love you. So doesn't it feel good to know that she wrote that? That yeah. that's potentially out there. That she wrote it and she had it on paper. Yeah, calling back to his. Calling back to his letter. And it still exists. You know what I mean? It's like, that should feel good. And whatever. And then he's just kind of like broken down. And then it's kind of like, whatever. And then Diane comes walks in, in. Walks as in. As they're like because ending. The, yeah. As they're ending like well, what, visiting hours. Yeah, but what happens is that they call that visiting hours are over. Yeah. Through the PA. So obviously she was inside watching their whole conversation from a yeah. distance. Because they wouldn't have let her in if there was a closing. You know what I mean? 
So she had to be in there for a while, watching them having the conversation, and then stepped in at the last minute to just say her goodbye. Yeah. And I like how she just, it's nothing other than just goodbye. And then yeah. they have that, that hug, mm-hmm. which is monumental for their relationship. Because whatever phony relationship the dad had with her, she's now a grown-up. Yeah. She's making her decisions, and, like, she doesn't need him to, like, plan her life. Yeah. And so, like, I thought that was such a great, like... Way to do it. Yeah, great way to do it. And, like, how she just gives him the pin. And then when she laid the pen down, I'm like, I like the moment, the, the symbolism of the pin. But no one checked her for a fucking pen as she's walking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I like how the movie, it has so many callbacks. Yeah, the whole... and, and they're, but they're subtle. They're not like... It's not like, hey, over here, like you'll see in most movies, they're very yeah. subtle callbacks. Yeah, very and subtle. And that's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to kind of yeah. put them in like that. Like I said, you, you want it to be as seamless as possible. And that script is seamless in so many ways. So It's so perfect. Because even the last callback, because the movie ends in a callback mm-hmm. about her with the planes and her how she freaks out with yeah the plane. And then the whole story they had at dinner is now being lived here. And he's like basically... Telling her, like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. They're like, everything's fine. Well, up until you hear the ding of the... Thing, and then it's over. Yeah, then it's over. And, like, you know, whatever. And then it just, it ends right there. I'm like, damn, this is good. It was, ah, uh, I love this movie. So good. So, Robert Downey Jr. was almost Lloyd. He declined the role. Oh, really? I, I, mm, I don't know if I would have liked it. And John Cusack almost said no, because he was 23 when they made the movie. And oh, he, he looks like a baby. Yeah. But he was—he had made a bunch of teen movies because he was in. I mean, he had been in Sixteen Candles. Yeah, favorite and, and, movie all times. That's what you told me. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had never like he was in that, and he was in Better Off Dead, oh, yeah. and all those other movies. And he never—he he was kind of like he was like being typecasted as like the, the teen, teen movie guy. Yeah. So he was like, so I think this is like kind of the last teen movie he does essentially. Okay, it's a good one. Yeah, I like honestly like I I really thought. I'm going to be too old to enjoy this movie. No, no, it's fucking great. It's so good. It's so good. Why'd you pick this movie? Um, I, I, I didn't know if you'd seen it or not. It's one of those ones, like, you know, I, I kind of lump it in with, like, Caddyshack and as movies you should see, you need to see. And they're also kind of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, I honestly, mean, like, this is a, this movie, I won't watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. But, but I will TV, watch it. I will watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. For sure... I'll I'll come back to this movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll come like it's it's there's good. A lot of, it hits, there's a lot of levels that it hits on too. Yeah, it really it, does. It, it, yeah, first the, love, like being a dad, being a dad. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, like changes whole, in life. Like it's yeah, all there. It all. And then it's all different types of changes too. Not just getting out of high school. It's okay. I don't have a dad anymore for because he's in jail. Yeah. Oh, it's you're going to jail. It's yeah. This. And the same thing too. Like with the daughter. Like it's just it's more a movie about her becoming her own woman. You know what I mean too? Yeah. It's oh, fuck. It's such a good it's movie. Like, so who do you feel is the main character of this movie then? The daughter. You think the daughter? Uh, the you daughter. Think, you think the daughter is the main character over John Cusack? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it starts off with her. It's, well, I don't think a movie needs to start off with the main no, character. I agree. But I feel like who had the bigger story arc in this entire story? The daughter. Lloyd had his. And it starts. He's he's top bill. John yeah. Cusack is top is top bill. Because it's not. a fucking sexist world. No, but it's uh, <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's one of those where it's like, yeah, he's the the starring role, but at the same time. He is just the catalyst to 
get this that makes sense yeah. this story going you know yeah I mean? I mean you always think i think everything i think everybody grows up thinking it's lloyd because you think it's a love story but then when you as an adult when you watch like i haven't watched this movie in okay yeah i haven't watched this movie at least since i've had kids okay i've, I've watched it at least once since then maybe twice uh-huh not including this time's yeah, yeah, yeah. doing of it but I think this is what I, I, I rewatch movies a lot just to see how they hit me on different levels. This is why I'm rewatching The Simpsons okay. because I'm knee deep into being a fan, you know, and having a family. Oh, so yeah. when you watch it, it's a different perspective. You're not watching. I mean, you're watching all the crazy humor, and I'm, I'm, that's very nostalgic for me because all those jokes are jokes we used to fucking say back to each other in high school, and oh, still yeah. fucking say to each other now. Yeah, as you know, you know I mean, and all those episodes are great episodes, but like the the the, the deeper moments. And things are the ones that are kind of hitting now. Yeah. When, yeah. You, when you watch them as an adult. Yeah. Well, uh, like a family a third, man. Like a family man. Yeah. Family man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the only other thing I'll say is that they almost made a TV show, like a continuation TV show. No, I no, no, hate no, no, when no. people hold do on, that. Hold on, hold on. wait, like, wait, wait. Just... Here's what. No, 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 you're you're gonna you're gonna be okay with everything. So they almost did it, and it was gonna be. Um, they had broken up, and they come home after they they were both coming back home. Like she was coming back home. Uh huh. Uh, he was coming back home. They broke. They had broken up, and she wasn't going to be that far behind. But Kevin Crow, they didn't know they were making it, and he didn't like it. And uh-huh. the people who made it found out that he didn't know. Like you know, when he found out they when they found out he didn't like it, they they dropped it. They oh, just, they okay. Just, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think this movie is just the perfect movie. Of, you yeah, mean? it's one of the yeah. It's a, such a great movie from beginning to end. Soundtrack's amazing. Acting's superb. If they would have made a sequel or a TV show, I feel like it would have yeah, just lessened he, this movie. He talked about him him doing it. Oh, okay. Were, oh, okay. If he, if he did it, but I don't. He he always he talked about it because there was I read something where they kind of talked about it, but I don't think they can do it now because John Mahoney's passed away. Yeah. So I mean, unless you have some other character that you can throw in there to kind of counter. Yeah. Him, but I don't know what it would be. I'm sure they had some. I, I, I watch more Cameron Crowe movies because I kind of uh, that he writes uh, but singles is good yeah overall I really love this movie fuck Hey, Forrest. Hey, Jimmy. So, for Love Month, I picked uh, one of my favorite movies. Uh, super respectful, super PC. It's called Earth Girls Are Easy. Okay. And Jeff Goldblum, Jim Carrey, uh, Damon Wayans. I've it's, heard of this movie, but I've never seen this movie. It's, it's 80s gold, I think. So, next week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.